Welcome to OT Cyber from the plant floor up. We have very special guests today, plural. Uh, we have Kevin Black and Rob Simmons from Sandalwood. And we of course have our hosts, the best of the best, Jeff Smith, the CTO here at Dynex. Welcome everyone. Morning, Jen. Thanks for having us. Of course, of course. So Jeff, do you wanna uh, kindly introduce our amazing guests and uh, get their backgrounds? Sure, sounds great. Um, the, the gentleman we have online today is uh, Rob Simmons with Sandalwood and Kevin with Sandalwood. Um, I'll let them introduce themselves, but Sandalwood is a platinum partner with Dynix and uh, they are very invested in our cybersecurity solution and promoting that solution to their customers. Uh, so it's great to have them on board this morning. Rob, do you wanna lead off? Uh, sure, thanks, Jeff. Uh, my name's Rob Simmons. I'm the business development director at Sandalwood and uh, we're, based uh, out of Detroit. We also have offices in Canada and Mexico. Um, we have a pretty broad range of services for manufacturers. Um, we have a side of the business that does ergonomics and safety. Uh, we have a very active uh, systems engineering practice that does uh, project management and other types of uh, um, quality and other engineering work. And then of course, uh, the group that works the most with Dynex is our systems integration group. So we do all, we've known Dynex for years. We came to know them at customers and really uh, embrace the, the quality and the reliability uh, as partners. Uh, we do a lot of IoT work with Dynex and our OT cybersecurity practice is headed by Kevin Black, uh, who um, I'll introduce here. Thank you, Rob. My name is Kevin Black. I am the Sandalwood OT Cybersecurity Subject Matter Expert. I've been working in the field of OT Cyber for about five years now. And my background before that is largely in manufacturing controls engineering and a little bit of IT system integration. Awesome. Well, thank you for all being here. Um, something that we would love to kind of get into before moving into the state of the industry is what is, you know, what does the partnership with Sandalwood and Dynex look like? You know, why it matters and really what are we solving? I think from, from my side, um, uh, you know, when you're, you're dedicated to, to customer success and, um, one of the things that stands out is, is um, you know, we're not selling box solutions. We do services. So you want to get in and know the customer and um, what their particular situation is and their criteria. And essentially every manufacturer is different. And uh, it's also one of the reasons we got to know Dynex. I think that's where they excel um, is um, not uh, just pushing boxes out the door they really craft uh, what's needed for particular customers. Um, in terms of OT cyber, uh, I, de I defer to my partners here. Thanks, Rob. Part of what we're trying to solve is just the very nature of there not being a lot of great solutions out there for OT cyber, where a lot of manufacturers and, and other OT companies have the enterprise side all figured out for cybersecurity. But a lot of the OT side, the side that actually produces parts and creates the product that they sell, don't really have a solution. So Dynex offers a lot of really great solutions around that with the ICS Defender, um, among other solutions. And Sandwood has tons of experience working within 
that manufacturing environment to be able to help install and integrate solutions. So that combination makes for a really robust means to try to solve the problem of OT cyber. Awesome, Jeff, did you wanna chime in as well kind of with um, your thoughts? One of the nice things about the solutions that we offer, and these guys have touched on a couple of great points, is the, um, you know, they they work really well as independent solutions to solve individual or unique issues, um, but they also work very well together to solve an overriding um, and help set up a really um, solid cybersecurity posture for the end customer. Um, and and with a partner like Sandalwood, I mean, they've, they've got in their lab, they have in their lab, you know, various uh, solutions that we offer. Um, so they're able to show them the customers, work through them with customers and kind of, and help help fashion with Kevin's experience, for example, help them fashion a solution that really uh, meets their needs for the long-term. I mean, if you look at security as a journey, um, nobody's gonna walk in and say, here's the answer to all your problems. But if you can couple our product families and experience with uh, Sandalwood's experience in the cybersecurity and manufacturing space, um, you can really position a customer well uh, so that they address a lot of their concerns today, but moving forward, they've established a solid platform uh, by which to grow their cybersecurity posture and continually improve it. And just to kind of have a quick question here as well, just to expand on, I think, you know, just kind of looking at the state of the industry, I would love to speak about uh, the importance of partnerships, particularly for, you know, the OT space um and cyberspace for that matter of kind of how you know taking all the great minds thinking alike and the best of the best technologies to really provide um the best solution so i don't know if since this is i'm not saying it's unique but i think it is kind of how, how the industry is fairly small and how we kind of take um several different companies to provide these types of solutions yeah and i, I think I'll, I'll touch on that first and then the other guys can chime in i think one of the fundamental differences is in the OT space, um, you know, in the IT space, we say that the, the networks are variable, you know, the systems are variable, and there's lots of, uh, a lot of different um, pieces and parts come into play, you know, in the OT space, it's the same, but in a different way. Um, in the IT space, you know, as data moves through your network, it's the goal is to uh, block everything and prevent anything that you know to be bad from getting through. Um, in the OT space, the Inversely, it's you want to allow everything you know is good, and if it, you don't know that it's good, it doesn't get through. So it's a, a little different in that regard. And I think the same thing is true when you look at cybersecurity from an OT perspective. Uh, there are a lot of folks who understand IT and cybersecurity in the uh, typical enterprise space, because by and large, and I know there's some IT guys out there that are going to yell at me, um, by and large, the challenges are the same. The equipment is the same. You know, it's it switches, routers, firewalls, PCs, servers, all of that is, is generally pretty consistent. I mean, it might be different manufacturers, but by and large, it's consistent in terms of, of what they're trying to do. In the OT space, you know, you have such a variety of equipment and, and pieces and parts, and, and the age of some of these pieces and parts can be 25 years old. Well, that's pretty unheard of in the IT space. They don't have to deal with the 25-year-old piece of equipment. Um, they don't have to worry about production downtime at, you know, $18,000 a minute in the IT space. In the OT space, they do. Um, they don't need to worry about inter interacting with operators or, or, you know, having people actually using the equipment hands-on. Um, so 
having a knowledge of the OT space like Sandalwood does uh, and, and understanding more of the challenges that, that exist in the OT space and, and I guess variability in the OT space around the controls network or the control systems is, is a huge benefit and, and not something you get in the enterprise space um, to nearly the extent you do in the OT space. And it's not nearly as critical. So that kind of touches on your, you know, what's different about OT is that's really it. It's it's from a, from a people and a partner's perspective, it's making sure that not only they understand the technology, they understand the application of the technology and, and the environment in which that technology goes because in OT that's critical. So I don't know, Kevin or Rob, if you have any additional thoughts. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Jeff. The OT environment is completely different from IT and you touched on it very nicely with production is key. That's, that's a huge difference where in IT, it's all about the availability of your data, make sure it's ready and available to be used. Whereas that's important on the side of, uh, <clears throat> of OT, um, but we have to make sure that production is, is most important of all, make sure that there's not any downtime created so in IT, we want to make sure everything's confidentially protected and, and that the data has good integrity, whereas in OT production is the most important component. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I always tell people that um, <clears throat> if I'm sitting at my desk and I try to open a Word document off of a share and it takes an extra 15 or 20 seconds, that's generally, I don't care. I get up and get a cup of coffee or look at my phone or do something else. Um, in the OT space, if something takes an extra couple hundred milliseconds, uh, generally that's enough to stop production and cause a lot of problems. So it, it really is a, a matter of timely and, and how the, the integrity of the data versus the availability of the data. Thank you um, all for sharing. Now, I would love to get into the state of the industry a bit um, and kind of like what you're seeing. Uh, I know with the, you know, war in Ukraine in the beginning of the year, that really set off a lot of um, alarm bells, particularly in the critical infrastructure and manufacturing space. So I'm kind of curious, you know, how, A, like what your kind of thoughts are on the state and the future of the industry, and particularly, Jeff, how you just spoke about, you know, these older systems that need to be updated. It's like, it's like technology is happening faster than, than, what we can secure. So I'm curious to kind of hear all your thoughts around the state. The state of OT cybersecurity. It's, um, I used this example the other day with one of my development teams on the uh, on software-defined networking side of the business. And, and I said, you know, for the past few years in, in, in OT cybersecurity, um, all, all we've done is hear the click of the car as it goes up the, uh, really, really, really big hill on the roller coaster. So, you know, we're, we're all working feverishly to develop solutions and, and come up with answers to questions about cybersecurity and OT, but from an actually watching customers see the need or implement it, it's more like you hear click, 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 click. And it's just this common, constant, monotonous pace. Um, we've just crested the hill so now we're not hearing the clicks anymore in terms of ot cybersecurity and its acceptance or or the level of need that customers are starting to drive into their um into their manufacturing or, or industrial environments we're, we're at the top right now and while we're going to drag the tail over 
the top of the hill on the roller coaster right now um it's 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 go fast time because we're going to start screaming down that hill really fast and um it's going to be exciting it's going to be scary um but it's it's kind of been leading up to that point um i did a talk a few years ago too um <clears throat> and i was talking a little bit about a cybersecurity in terms of a black hole um, and, and the topic of the conversation was the OT cybersecurity event horizon. Um, and an event horizon is the last point in which you are able to escape the gravity of a black hole without being inexorably sucked into it. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. Um, we're, we're at that point right now that, that we're about to cross the event horizon. And I think people understand that and are starting to understand that. Um, and I think they're, they're doing things that we didn't think they'd do a few years ago, like ripping and replacing equipment, just, just to elevate their level of security readiness. So um, in, in answer to your big question, that's kind of my big broad scope answer. I think we're, we've just crested the top of the hill. We're not hearing the clicks. We're about to start screaming. Um, we're either going to be really scared or uh, really excited. And uh, I, at the same time, I think we're, from a black hole perspective, we're, we're just crossing that event horizon where there's there's no way back out. It's it's all or nothing. You got to be in cybersecurity for OT, or or it's going to cost dearly. Yeah, I completely agree with Jeff on the topic of the event horizon. I think as as IT and OT starts to converge together, as companies are becoming more interested in tracking what's happening down on the plant floor, that's going to become even more important because these old systems. Like there's some DOS and Windows NT out there, things from the 1990s. As those start getting connected, they need to be protected somehow because it's so easy to take advantage of those systems where they haven't had an update in years and they're just so vulnerable. So OT cyber is going to become even more important, especially when there's malactors looking to get into systems. That's just such an easy approach. Yeah, it's definitely, it's an interesting state and that's why we need uh, all you guys, right? Uh, to help per prevent attacks. And Rob, I'm curious, from a standpoint of it, the state of the industry, do you have anything to add from a proactive standpoint? Yeah, so like I'm new to OT Cyber. I've been in IoT and MES for years and I'm kind of the typical person that treated the OT cyber as an afterthought. And of course, when it's last in line, you're adding complications and the cost of mitigations high. And since, you know, and Kevin and Jeff have been kind of my teachers on, you know, first learning, uh, I guess it's AIC versus CIA, those difference in priorities uh, of, of what you're mitigating. Um, but also it's, I've become fascinated how much missed opportunity there is about being proactive from, uh, uh with OT, uh, cyber security solutions that, um, you know, there's so much enablement you, you can do with this and uh, cost reduction while you're mitigating liabilities by being proactive with your, your uh, and with products like ICS Defender, for example, it, it 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 empowers a lot of capabilities that aren't there with kind of brute force enterprise uh, security management. So I, for me, I, I'm I've gotten personally fascinated with the 
the proactive opportunities companies manufacturers have by just taking a look at the OT cyber first and the sequence. Yeah, that that's a that's a good point, Rob. I feel like you're from a standpoint of um, thinking of an afterthought. I don't think you're the only one. So that's the importance of why we need to really educate um, the larger population, and that's why we also have this podcast. Um, awesome. Well. I think we had a, we've had a great conversation so far. I know we could probably talk for another hour and a half, but um, we also want to be kind to our listeners. Is there anything that anyone else wanted to add before we wrapped up the um, podcast today? From my perspective, I just appreciate the gentleman from Sandalwood being on. Um, I appreciate their partnership with Dynix and their constant interest in promoting our products and um, and being a great service provider um, for the Dynix team. And likewise from us, um, you know, we're very selective uh, with our partnerships. Uh, we're a very conservative company, and um, it's it's just been an excellent collaboration and the both the quality of what they do but also just the integrity of the team uh, means a lot to us uh, working with Dynex. Uh-huh.